0: Still figuring this out. What's up? What's up? This is Derek. This is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. I'm chilling in front of my gym getting ready to go in. But I wanted to talk about the demonstration that Sharice did last night. Which is the meal prep of the... Hold up. The meal prep side of the... ELD program. Of course, the ELD program is our nutrition program that we use and it's after eight months of tinkering with it and, you know, doing a little Few different things here and there depending on what was going on in my life Depending on where my mental health was at depending on you know, this this and that we were able finally to secure an incredible program that Needs to be followed. You need to follow it, or you at least need to try it. We're we're in the process of putting out a massive PDF program, which will be free um, to our following or whoever is interested in trying it. Again, it's helped me lose, you know, fifty-one pounds in eight months from January to like August, late August. Um, Like again, like I said, it's for. I could fucking throw a $20 price tag on this program and sell it. Because you know what, it's worth it. But if you can promise me that you're going to invest your time into learning, if you're going to invest your time into trying, and if you're going to invest your love and attention and respect to me and Sharice for creating this program and giving it to you free, that you share it with other people. Say this is a program I got from Derek and Sharice Peterson, Barry to bariatric badasses, even though Sharice isn't bariatric. She's still a bariatric badass. You know why she's a bariatric badass? Because she has held my hand through my journey. She's been there for me. To me, if you are helping somebody with bariatric, with that that, that had weight loss surgery, you're a badass. You're a bariatric badass. And it's a, it's a title that we wear with pride. Ultimate pride. And you should too. What what does it really mean to be a badass, really? And what what does success mean? What does success mean? I saw a uh, and this is the rollout round, just to let you know. I saw a post, of course, from your uh, registered dietitian, or who claims he's a registered dietitian who cannot um, provide his registration ID. His credentials as being a registered dietitian. Go back to the podcast that says Let's normalize regain and we can talk about it there because that's exactly where it happened. I got to roll up my windows. There's too many loud fucking people out there. <clears throat> as you can probably hear that stereo in the background. Don't care, don't give a fuck. Look. One thing that is needs to be understood when it comes to the ELD program is it has to be followed. It is great, great, advice, great program. Sorry, I'm fucking having a hard time staying on track with this uh, podcast because I got people all around me right now. <clears throat> like I said, it has to be followed. You have to follow it. And you got to continue to follow and you got to continue to try. Because you know what? The secret to getting on a program and having it work for you, no matter what it is, is staying on Any program that is that you pay for or you get for free, if you stay on this fucking program, if you let it if you let it do its thing, if you follow the instructions to a T, then it'll help you. But if you do it for two weeks and then you get bored, you fucking want to have a cheap meal, you do that shit, that's when the program's not working for you. That is the difference between people paying for their programs their nutritional programs versus getting them for free. We give them for free because we feel that we have value to provide to our community that we created. And that's what we're here for. That's this is what we're about. Will there be a paid version? Absolutely. Will be, you know, an insane amount of money? No. I'm just come to Patreon. That's it. The paid version you can be found on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash bariatrica underscore LLC. Charisse, we'll do an assessment, a nutritional assessment on you, and that's where we go from there. Other than that, it's really simple. You just got to follow a program and stay on it. If you fall off the horse, you fall off the horse. It doesn't matter. You get back on the horse. That's the difference between people who fail in life versus the people that make progress. Personally, I'm ready. I'm ready to fail. Give me an opportunity to start over. I'm starting over with my, with my uh, cardiovascular health right now. This is the the second time that I'm gonna be back in the gym since my heart ablation. Listen, check it out. If there's ever a song that I would cover, it would be this one, definitely. it's back a lot of memories. Shit, man. But not right now Because my voice is feeling kind of cracking Anyway right. Title of this podcast is I'm not exactly sure What the title of the podcast is going to be But we're going to be talking about Where your calories should be What your macros should be And this is for normal You know If you are between Zero Day of surgery And two years This might not pertain to you Okay But you can use it as an example of where you're heading. <clears throat> A lot of people come out and say, well, people come out and say, well, I can eat whatever I want just in moderation. Well, that's, that's true. Okay. You can eat whatever you want in moder within moderation. Okay, we went, Charisse went yesterday and cooked for four hours, prepared our food for four hours. There was, 36 meal prep containers between the two of us, between three and four days, depending how uh, how much I work. I have to work to be able to eat that, okay? I have to be at work um, burning calories right now. I'm not so much burning calories as I am recovering. So when it comes to my recovery and you're recovering, whether you're sick or you just had a surgery, you've got to let yourself recover. I am chomping at the bit, wanting to go back to work so I can provide a, uh, so I can provide for my family. And because I just need to get back into that routine, but I'm also chomping on the bit. To get into the gym and start lifting again and get my cardiovascular health back but i can't i have got to allow myself to recover because if i <clears throat> if i do the opposite it's a very small possibility that i'm gonna be shelved put out longer i have to go back to work you know <clears throat> i gotta focus on my health so that's what i'm doing i got two more days left, so if you're not in that same case, if you are past the two-year mark where you feel you can eat whatever you want, but within, of course, moderation, and this is for you, an average caloric intake for female, male, doesn't matter, is between 12 and 1,400 calories, depending on how old you are, depending on how your activity level is, depending on how much you weigh. That is an average. Now, if you're different, if you go to the gym, if you do exercise on a regular basis, and I'm not, I'm not talking about just lifting weights, I'm talking about cardiovascular work. For the longest time, my work was so busy, all I could do is walk, 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 walk. Very minor lifting here and there, but mostly walking, walking, walking. So I was burning more calories than I was consuming. When you burn more calories than you consume, goes after first thing when your body is burning calories the first thing goes after is the nutrients that's in your body once it's depleted all the nutrients in your body it will go for the fat only does that for a certain amount of time depending on what what you're actually doing all right i would say probably no longer than probably if you're not eating and you're working out no more than 45 minutes that that, that keeps that that, that, that fine window, that anabolic window that's not going to lead you from burning fat in your body, and then it changes because it needs a more viable substance, so it goes to muscle. And when your muscle starts to get eaten, your body goes into a catabolic state, which is the op- op- opposite of anabolic. Anabolic is when you're growing muscle, catabolic is when your muscle is breaking down, your metabolism takes a dive and you do not want that to happen. If you're feeling shitty, it's because your metabolism is really low. It affects your mood, it affects your sleep, it affects how optimal your body is performing. So your, your, your plan is to keep your metabolism up. It gets harder the older you get. So you just gotta remember that, you gotta be eating correctly, No processed shit. No salt. You can't overdo it on salt. So all the uh, you know registered dietitians out there saying that you should be eating these bagged nuts—they're supposedly protein snack—or the uh, beef jerky—that of course is a protein snack itself, high in sodium. You go over your—you go over the sodium. Amount that your body's supposed to have. Then you retain water. You feel like shit. It's bad for your heart. It's bad for your blood pressure. So you got to watch what you're eating. And you got to be staying active. If you can't do this. Work for it. This ain't going to be fucking easy. Okay. Post-bariatric surgery life isn't easy. Anybody will tell you that. It's not easy being bariatric. But what's not the hard what 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 is really not the easy part and what is the hard part is making healthy decisions it's making good decisions on whether you should or should not be eating certain things that you know you should be eating this is what what gets me and triggers me so often is you know what you should and should not be eating you know that you should be exercising But you have things put into your head, people put into your head, especially if you're in the bariatric community. You have people who have these large followings telling you that you shouldn't be exercising. Fawn comes out and says, this is why you shouldn't exercise after weight loss surgery. It is a play on words. He says, there's a time and there's a place for you to exercise. Now you fucking get released from your doctor, you exercise. And exercising doesn't mean going to the gym. It means getting up, be active, walking. That's it. And you need to be doing that the first chance that you're, you're released from your doctor. And then you have other people in the community who have a little bit of larger followings or they, they got these big groups who encourage you, go to this site, put in my code and you get 20% off. of these fucking protein snacks that are not only mentally trapping you, but putting you into a position where you're eating bad food. You know, it might sound good. The, the macros might look good, right? But they're not. Plain and simple. You need to be eating whole food. You need, this is where you ideally need to work to, to get yourself to, It's to not relying on protein shakes, not relying on meal, meal replacement, meal replacing protein shakes, as they go through your body, you don't absorb as much protein as you think you're absorbing. Because of the quality of the protein, because of what surgery you had. <clears throat> it's just not good. It keeps, it's, it's keeping you trapped. You're trapped. If you're going to these bariatric pals and this bariatriceating.com, and you are putting in somebody's code to get this yummy... Built bar. The protein in it is not good. You're not absorbing as much protein, as much nutrients as the actual package says. So I was looking at a, at a built bar ingredients. <clears throat> Just the other day. And it said, the first ingredient on your list of ingredients is always what is in, what 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 the most of what's in your your product. So, with that being said, the first thing for the Bilt Bar was protein, whey protein. That's it. You can put whey protein, you can fucking break open a, a, a Snickers, or you can break open a hollow bunny, you know, Easter bunny, you'll know, break them up, fill it up with protein, seal it back together, and call that a protein bunny. Your sugar is hidden throughout your, your, your uh, protein snacks. They just use different names, like surclose. So remember that when it comes to your protein, this is where the nugget is, when it comes to your macronutrients and how much you should have or what you should be shooting for, personally me, I'm 215 pounds right now. I need a minimum of 215 grams of protein every single day. Sometimes I don't reach that and that's okay. But that is the ideal number for me. I'm six feet tall. I have... Like, like I said, I'm 215. I'm very, very active. And so I need that protein to sustain the amount of muscle mass that I have in my body right now. Now, if, say... Let's take an example. A woman who is is five foot eight. 98% of my following are female. So, let's say you're 5'8". Or 5'6". Or 5'10". We're going to go with 5'8". You're... Normal weight for your height and your gender is about 139 pounds between 139 and like 160 or something like that. So this is where it's different. Okay, if you are overweight, the protein numbers change. So let's say you're 200 pounds or 250 pounds. You should not be consuming 250 grams of protein. When you are in this position, depending on whatever weight you're at, Google your height and average weight. Heights for a 5'8 female, like I said, your weight should be at 139. Between we're gonna say 145. Between one 145 and 155. That is how many grams of protein you need to be getting in your body. So don't forget to review the protein. One gram of protein per body weight, unless you are overweight. If you're overweight, you do it one gram per pound of body weight for an, your your average of someone your height. Even if you're like 250 pounds, 200 pounds, if you're five foot eight, you should be getting at least 140 grams of protein, minimum 140 grams of protein. If you go over that, you better get your ass to work. You better get up and get moving. And when I say get up and get moving, that means get off your ass, stop scrolling through TikTok, stop scrolling through Facebook, and get up and work. Get up and clean your house. You know, uh, this week I was like recovering from surgery. I couldn't do anything in the first two days because I was fucked up. Literally. I was in the shithole the first two days. I didn't sleep. I had to sleep sitting up. I just... I'm, ridiculous chest pain uh but after i started feeling a bit better i started being active i started cleaning my house fuck i clean my house same place two three different times the kitchen is freaking spotless you guys saw if you watched the video yesterday on our page you've seen how clean the kitchen was yeah well it's because derek is working his fucking ass off to stay active because the amount of protein that's going in my body and I need to compensate for the protein over the amount of protein that I'm using so it's being absorbed and remember if you have whatever surgery you had especially if you had the switch if you have the switch versus the sleeve versus the RY switch your absorption rate is a lot lower and then you have RY which is a little bit higher but then you have the sleeve which is Probably the highest. So let's talk about carbohydrates. Okay, carbohydrates are not your enemy. They are definitely not your enemy. Carbohydrates provides... uh, Okay, so carbohydrates restores an important chemical in your body that helps fuel muscle recovery and muscle activity. So, like... And your heart's the muscle, so if you're if you're going no carb, low carb to no carb, then you are not letting your body get that fuel to operate. In other words, you need muscular function in your body in order for your body to operate correctly. If your body does not have the fuel, so you can use protein to grow those muscles, but you need carbohydrates and glycogen in your body for that fuel to be there in order for you to operate, for, for muscular function to happen. So if you're looking to, you know, build a butt, you know, put some muscle on your lower half, put some muscle on your upper body, you need to be, number one, eating for that. You need to be making sure you're getting your protein numbers. So at least 140 grams a day. If you're five foot eight, might change, might change, you just gotta go look. You gotta look at the, uh, Google your height. And the weight for your height. If you are... And this, this, this doesn't come down to what's best for weight loss. Okay, This is where I'm talking about what is best for your health. Weight loss happens. If you improve your health, weight loss will happen. If you're overweight. If you take care of your body like it's a fucking... Uh, a Cadillac, like you treated like I, I saw a gentleman the other day was like 400 pounds washing his car. He had a, the truck was an incredible looking truck. It was a nice truck, probably 2022 Dodge Ram, beautiful vehicle. Just cleaning the fuck out of it, waxing it. Like if you're going to treat your body the same way you treat your vehicle, then you're going to get those types of results. So the carb count has nothing to do with your weight loss. You never should consider fixing your macros for weight loss. You should just be able, you should use your macros to make you more healthier and weight loss will come. Building small amounts of muscle mass will come. Your your, uh, your metabolism will increase and you'll feel a lot better. So when it comes to carbohydrates, I want to make one thing clear. This is what works for me. Might not work for you. Again, you can get your butt into uh, our Patreon and Half Sheree student assessment for you. But I don't go over probably, depending on the day, probably 80 grams of carbs. Maybe 90. It really depends if I'm really super active that day. I can, f- I can f- tell that I need more carbohydrates. If I'm dilapidated and I'm tired and I'm exhausted, I can tell if I need more carbohydrates. And so I will eat more carbohydrates. So keep it at 80. If you're past that to your mark, if you can consume, depending on what you can eat, You know, if you want to get your carbohydrates up to 80, if you want to get your protein up to 130, 140, and you can't consume 1400 calories, then that's something you need to put a bullseye on and work towards. That is how it's done. So if you can't, well, if you can't eat 1400 calories, then what you should be doing first, you should be counting your calories. I don't care what anybody says. You should be counting your macros and you should be counting your calories. People say it's not good. Yeah, well bullshit. What it's doing is it's it's stimulating that part of you that is fucked up by being obese. You never count if you've never counted calories, if you've never counted macros, and you start doing it, you start getting an idea of what you're actually eating, your life will change. So when people tell you not to count your calories or count your macros, do it anyway. Do it anyway because it'll help with habits. It'll help give you an idea of what you're eating. Like, holy shit, I'm eating like 150 grams of carbs and only 80 grams of protein. You find that out, you got to fix that. You need to be consuming more protein than you are carbohydrates. But also, you need to be eating those carbohydrates at night. Yeah, I said it. You need to be eating those carbohydrates when, the, when you're at the end of the day. You wake up in the morning, protein, just like Cherie said in the video yesterday. Between 4 and 5 a.m., I'm awake. I have one meal consumed in that hour. Then my breaks happen, then my lunch happens, and then my, my last break happens. In this time, I'm eating protein. Very, very, very small amounts of carbohydrates. <clears throat> like not even like probably four grams of carbohydrates per dish. So at the end of the day, I'm at about 20, 25 grams of carbohydrates. I need to get another 60 in my body. So that's when I have my high carbohydrate meals. And I know some people can't tolerate carbs. What you should, if you can't, if you can't tolerate carbohydrates, you need to be testing yourself on what other types of carbohydrates that you can eat. All carbohydrates are not considered equal, all right? You have complex carbohydrates and you have simple carbohydrates. Complex carbohydrates can be found in your vegetables. They can be found in your um, <sighs> sweet potatoes, yummy. Simple carbs are found in garbage food. Simple carbs are found in your built bars. Simple carbs are found in your uh, protein cookies, your protein chips. That's where your simple carbs are from. you got to stay away from those simple carbs, use complex carbohydrates and eat them, a majority of them, at least 40 to 50% of them at night. You go through the entire day depleting all the nutrients in your body. Your protein's there so you're, you know, you're feeding the muscle. You're feeding the muscle throughout the day and you get to the end of the day, you're staying active all day, your body's thanking you for letting it do its job and at the end of the day you're depleted, you have zero glycogen in your muscles, you need the glycogen in your muscles in order for you to to have muscular function. All right? You can replace all that glycogen that your muscles need in order for your muscular function to happen, which includes your heart, by eating your carbohydrates at night. So, To go over and review what I just talked about. Throughout this entire podcast. Minus the rule out rant. Your average calories should be. Depending on where you're at in your journey. If you're past the two year mark. You should be between 12 and 1400 calories. If you're active. If you're like Cassandra. One of my clients. That woman is a fireball. That is somebody who's used Her tool like she should have and she looks great and she feels great. She needs to have the 1400 or the 15 or 1600 calories per day because she's doing, she's staying very, very active. She's getting a lot of great exercise and she's eating very clean. If you're not, if you're brand new to this, if you have no idea what you're doing in the first place, 1200 calories per day. That doesn't eat that doesn't mean eating one 1200 calorie meal at the end of the day, you need to be eating these 1,200 calories throughout the day. You're providing nutrients for your body to operate optimally every single day by eating these calories throughout the day and not just at one time. That's why when I consume my carbohydrates very small amounts throughout the day, and then when I get home at night, I get the rest of them in like I should. I'm 51 pounds down. It's not a bullshit. You guys seen you guys have seen the transformation. I've in pictures and videos have shown that this is how it works. Do what you can, send me a DM, and I'll point you towards the right direction to find out more to get an assessment from Sharice. Go to bariatricbadasses.com. Excuse me, bariatricbadasses.com. You can also go to our Patreon. It's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Forward slash bariatrica. Little underscore LLC. Get signed up. It's inexpensive. We have two two tiers. We have the $30 tier, which is very extensive. And then we have the $15 tier, which is just normal for people who just want to learn about their bodies and learn what you should be eating and optimally having hands-on from Sharice and I love you guys very much don't forget to rate us we're on every single platform now um